Coming up on today's show, we're heading into the last two weekends of the season for most haunts, and you need to stay healthy. That's what today's Haunt Hack is all about. From the Haunt Traction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 53 of our 61-day Haunt-a-thon counting down to Halloween. Today is Saturday, October 23rd, and there are only eight days until Halloween. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Haunt-a-thon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Haunt-a-thon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. And now, here's Scott Swenson with today's Haunt Hack. Haunt Hacks. Hi, everyone, and welcome back for another Haunt Hack. My name is Scott Swenson uh, with Scott Swenson Creative Development, as you can see behind me. And I'm also the host of A Scott in the Dark periodic podcast for haunters and the co-host of Green Tag Theme Park in 30. This Haunt Hack is all about uh, staff, staff and cast health. Um, it is important really important to maintain the health of your cast and your staff leading up to and throughout the haunt season. Because I mean, let's be honest, once we get into haunt season, everybody likes to to brag about, especially haunt actors. That's, you know, I, I've been there, uh, like to brag about their their injuries and the fact that they've lost their voice and the the fact that, you know, this, that, and the other thing. However, what it ends up doing is if you have lost your voice, or you're not performing it at, at peak performance, you're not giving the guests what they came for, and that is to get the crap scared out of them. So uh, please make sure that you take some of these suggestions to heart, and hopefully you're able to implement them so that you don't lose staff or cast throughout the course of the season, or worse yet, before you even open. Um, to start off with, let's talk a little bit about warm-ups. Now, whenever I mention these in an actor training class, everybody rolls their eyes and, and hot owners go, well, I don't have time to do that. And, and actors go, I don't want to do that. I didn't, you know, I, I don't want to do calisthenics quote unquote. Um, but let, let's first of all, clarify what warmups are, you know, warmups are making certain that your body is properly prepared to do what it needs to do. Hot acting is exhausting. It is heavy physical work. And it, you know, when you wake up after, opening night after you've been rehearsing or, or a long weekend, your body feels it. I mean, and if it doesn't, you're still probably numb from the drinks you had the night before. So my very strong suggestion is do some warm-ups before you go out there. Uh, stretch your body, make sure that you're not just jumping into haunting. Um, and, you know, haunting also requires a great deal of repetitive movement because you're doing the same thing over and over and over again for each guest. And so my suggestion is, if, for example, you are doing something over and over again with your right arm or your legs or your bending or whatever, stretch that part of your body more so that it gets the blood flowing. This will reduce in injury and it will also make it so that you feel better in the morning. You won't be nearly as sore if you go ahead and stretch or warm up before you actually start. Warm-ups are not just for your body. They are also for your voice. And we all know we all know what I call the haunter's, haunter's hack and not the kind of hack we're talking about here. It's that cough that every haunter has during the haunt season, um, that creeping crud that, that makes them sick. And a lot of that happens, or a lot of the times, a lot of the way we hear that is because they haven't done proper vocal warmups or they're not using their voices correctly. Because let's face it, after a night of screaming, you kind of sound like this. And plus you're breathing in, you know, fog fluid and, and you're making guests scared and they're screaming back at you. So it's really hard to <clears throat> see it. I can't do that. And then I, I lose my voice for real. Uh, it's hard to work the next day when, uh, when you have that. So my suggestion is don't just warm up and stretch your body. Also warm up your voice before you get started. And there are some super easy warm ups. something as simple as relaxing your jaw, 
so that your mouth drops open. And if you're watching this, you'll be able to see it, but I'm going to try to describe it the best I can. Relax your jaw so your mouth drops open. Inhale and just let out a nice, almost a yawn. <sighs> what that does is it relaxes your throat and it gets you ready to do your warm-ups. Trying to keep your jaw as relaxed, then close your lips so you're really humming. And if, if you're doing it correctly, it'll make your nose itch because the vibrations will sympathetically vibrate in your, your skull and it will make your nose itch. Do that a few times. I don't know which is worse, just listening to me do that or watching and listening to me do that. But what it does is it makes, it makes your nose itch, it makes your lips tingle, and it also trains you to focus your voice into your hard palate, which is really the resonator, resonator of your voice, and it makes your voice stronger, more powerful, and you're less likely to lose it if you're, if you're using your voice properly. Then after you've done a few of those, you can basically relax into, go back to the yawn. So it's, you can chew a little bit. Anyway, that gives you the idea of the kind of vocal warm-ups that I'm suggesting. I'm not saying that everyone should do some sort of singing warm-up, although if you're a singer and you want to do them, they do the same thing. It's your same, it's the same voice, whether you're singing or talking. Um, if just, if you're a trained singer, it's probably prettier. So if you're and also if you're looking for additional vocal warm-ups, you can certainly find them online. Look for actor vocal warm-ups, just search them and you'll find more. Um, of course, we all know that you need to keep hydrated. You need to stay hydrated, not only for your voice, but also for your body. Your joints need water, you need water. It will help keep you doing the most wretched and horrible job that you love. Uh, so make sure that you have water and and haunt owners find ways that your performers can have water hidden. Um or even build it into their character, you know, give them a, a dilapidated thermos if they happen to be a, a straggling zombie that doesn't have a place to hide water. Um, just stay hydrated. Drink before you're thirsty. That's the best way to 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 keep on top of it. Um, we all have had, especially those of us who perform hunts in the in warmer climates, it, we've all had those situations where actors have had heat issues and either passed out or lost their focus, or they were so tired that they tripped and, and had even worse bodily injury. So stay hydrated. Also, it's important to stay uh, to stay fed. Now, I am not suggesting for a moment that you eat a huge meal or something big and greasy in the middle of a haunt shift. I can't do it, especially now, now that I'm of advanced years. But I strongly recommend <clears throat> that on the on the your regular meals around haunting, make sure that you eat something, make sure that you eat something that has some protein in it so that you'll have the strength to be a great haunter. Now, this next part is kind of focused on, um, well, mostly focused on haunt owners or haunt operators. And that is look at your scheduling to protect your performers. Now, yes, you have to make sure that you've got the, 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 the haunt appropriately staffed for your guests, but also make sure that you've done your scheduling properly so that your scare actors or even your queue operators or whatever are not exhausted and are not um, susceptible to injury or illness. Um, one of the things, you know, ideally, if you're doing a, like in theme park, I strongly recommend if you can make it work budgetarily to double cast everything. So then you've got uh, an, you've got a, a, an actor, a haunt actor that is doing that rapid repeat conga line scare 
over and over, but no longer than a half hour at a time. Do a half hour on, half hour off and double cast. Not everybody can do that. I realize that's completely outlandish for people. And they're like, what do you mean double cast? I can barely single cast. Um, and I get it. I've, I've done those too. Uh, but make sure that you you build in breaks. Um, and that can be done either with a floater who can go around and give people breaks. Or you can actually shut down the entire haunt for 15 minutes. Let it give everybody a break in place. Let them sit down and then reopen again. Um I know that haunt operators don't like to hear that, but I promise you it will help you with retention and it will also make the quality go up because your actors will not be just barely holding on. So very important. Another thing that I think is important to, to recognize is scheduling of your rehearsals. Um, you know, there is there is that that week, that dress rehearsal week, the week before you open where you're trying to get everything done. And it doesn't matter what level you're on, you're running around doing 15 different things, changing five, uh, getting your actors in place, getting your costumes in place, trying makeup out, doing the whole thing. And <clears throat> I would strongly recommend making the night before you open either a night off or a shorter night so that everybody gets a good night's sleep before they actually go into the event. And do not schedule your big cast party the night before you open. That is just silly. Um, and make certain that your actors understand that they have to take care of themselves when they're not at the haunt just as much as when they are at the haunt. And the best way to explain that is to show them that you care and that you're making an effort to care for their health while they're under, you know, your roof. And, uh, and so hopefully that will translate into the actions that they take outside of the haunt itself. So stay healthy this haunt season. Very, very important. Stay healthy, take care of yourselves, take care of your actors so that you can have a profitable season where you don't have to constantly replace anybody. If you'd like to learn more about how I feel about haunting or about uh, entertainment in general, uh, you can either uh, check out my podcast, A Scott in the Dark, periodic podcast for haunters. You can visit my website, scottswenson.com, and sign up for my monthly newsletter. Or you can pick up one of my books. And look, I just happen to have them here. Uh, one of one of my books, this is the most recent three. Um, the most recent one is is called The 13 Commandments of Haunting. And it's sort of like a, a mini encyclopedia of of haunted attraction stuff, many articles that I have either written or shared as, uh, as a podcaster. So pick those up. They're available everywhere. Um, Amazon and, and whatever. Um, so anyway, until next time, this is Scott Swenson saying happy haunting. Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts in our 61-day Hauntathon. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network.